earmarking for zero dollars is play to your strengths. You can have one-on-one -on -one time with people for zero dollars. You could host a live stream from a YouTube account or from a Facebook account or an Instagram live. A live, very focused q and I was helping a client the other day. I said, then give them enough information to be specific. So that's, that's community building. That's real-time interaction. That's making it engaging and specific for attendees. If you did a, a live Q&A webinar once a week, that's for specific audiences. Go live, go face-to-face -face for zero dollars. Excited for this episode because I wanted to share tactical tips. I want you walking away from this episode with three, four, five different things that you can do around this topic. We're doing a little, a different format and uh, we're calling it a six pack. All right, so we're, we're picking one question or problem that the audience has, and we are giving you six tactical tips going back and forth with my guest that can help you solve that problem. The first one that we're tackling today is going to be able to increase or juice up your marketing for zero dollars, to be able to increase your ability to reach more people, to get more people in the door that you can help in your practice. And this one, the kicker is for zero dollars. I want to thank my friend Sharif Zeed from MW Therapy for being our guest expert today as we kick into the episode. Do you want to say thanks to some of our sponsors for keeping us on the air? One of them will be doing an episode in the near future uh, is Physiotech. Now the question is, would adding an additional $290 per patient per quarter help your business? Of course it would. Remote therapeutic monitoring can do that. And that is what Physiotech can help you with today. So find out how to get started with RTM at physiotech.ca, that's physiotech.ca. Also, one of the leaders in clinical research within the physical therapy profession is ATI Physical Therapy, with more than 900 ATI clinics, placing in the 100th percentile in CMS's merit-based incentive program for the second consecutive year. Go to atipt.com if you want to join their team and jumpstart your new career. That's atipt.com. Com. And finally, where's your PT career going? You've got a license. You could go anywhere. Well, that's where our friends Jackson Therapy Partners come in. They provide awesome adventures in patient care for physical therapists who care about where they're going. See where your career can take you at jacksontherapy.com. Welcome back to PT Pinecast. I'm your host, physical therapist, Jimmy McKay. Today, we're diving deep into a topic that many people shy away from in this profession, and I think they absolutely shouldn't. It's marketing. Maybe you weren't given the tools, the training, or maybe you aren't even still given the time to do marketing, and I'm using air quotes on a podcast. But here's the twist. What if I told you that you could significantly increase your reach with your marketing without spending a dollar? Now, you, you can spend money, and that's a, to that's a topic for a different episode. But today we're talking about things that you can do for zero dollars to boost your marketing and increase your reach. We bring in Sharif from MW Therapy, where switching over your EMR is easy. Sharif, you're gonna bring in three things, I'm gonna bring three things, and together we're gonna create a six pack. I'm in, let's right. get started. Okay. This is something that has been utilized a lot more, and if you're out there looking, it's kind of like the red car theory. Once I mention it for the next week, you're going to see it everywhere. But this has been out there and you've seen this whether you knew what it was or not. So my first suggestion on how to level up your marketing for zero dollars 
is leverage user-generated content. The fancy marketing people will call it UGC. Don't get caught up in the acronym. Uh, here's what UGC is. It's using user-generated content, just like the name implies. And why we do that is typically trust and authenticity, right? Jimmy talking about how great Jimmy's podcast is. You're like, well, he's got a, there's a reason he's doing that. He's, he's beating his own chest. But someone else saying that authentically is going to carry more weight. Um, it costs nothing to share. People typically are flattered if they have received a good experience. People will fl are flattered to say, I would love to sing your praises, right? It costs you nothing but time and a little bit of effort. So that's not free, but still $0 coming out of the bank. It allows you to showcase your patient success stories, your product success stories, your your service success stories or testimonials, and it builds on that sense of authenticity and trust. When I see people that I know, when I hear from people that are like me, who had a good experience doing the thing, I kind of go, okay, you know, that, that person had a good experience. They look like they are a similar person, whether they're a practice owner, a PT, and people, it is this, it's this ingrained thing in, in, in humans and brains. We want to be social creatures. We are social creatures. So user generated content, creating it and sharing it for $0 is my first suggestion. What do you think about that? Well, I love the idea. I think it's, um, it's, it's not, it, again, like you said, it's something you see everywhere, everywhere, but you don't see enough in, in PT, right? So I think, um, another thing to add to that is just you know, try and think of ways to identify those people as they're getting care. You know, can the PT tell you, hey, you know what, I've had a great rapport with this patient. They love me. They love us. They've been praising us. You know, they, every time I see them, they're saying something nice about us. So that's all you need. It's a little hook. You're like, oh, yeah, Jimmy is my favorite patient right now. He loves us. We love him. Perfect candidate to get a, a picture of at the end of their treatment if they're okay with that. Ask him for a couple sentences or something like that. And uh, they'll have no problem doing it. They really won't. So I'm, I'm think that's a fantastic. Buddy idea. of mine that runs the local coffee shop that I frequent from time to time put a little placard on each of the little tables in his shop and just said, if you had a great experience, I'd love if you eat, leave an honest review. We're not asking you to turn these people into TV stars, but saying something just like that. I having a therapist. If you're a clinic owner, hey, listen, this person sounds like they're having a great experience. What if we let them and incur just by asking? to create some content for us. So for me, number one, user-generated content. Uh, what is your first pick? Zero dollars to up your marketing game. Yeah, I, I, I love this so far. So I, I forgot to say good morning, oh, and good morning. it's good to be here. And yeah, I know, right? It's it's early morning for both of us here where we are. So um, thanks for having me, I always appreciate it. And uh, my first one is mine your own stinking data. That's okay. how I wrote it. Um, so let me talk a little bit more about that. So I run into, I talk to a million clinic owners a week, it seems. And, you know, everybody loves these concepts that you hear about big data and this and that and all these different complex things. But the, the reality is, is the data that you have most accessible to you for the lowest cost with the highest potential ROI is your own data. It's your own stuff. Who are the patients you've had in the last year? Who are the referrers who have been active or inactive? Who are the therapists that seem to be, you know, driving the highest customer satisfaction? Like all that stuff you actually already have. Right. And I think that um, people are always looking for the next, you know, something bigger or to spend right. more money on something. You have it. And so just use it, you know, take advantage of it and 
because it's your own data, you don't have to go too far. You don't have to pay for it. And um, these are all going to be warm. You know, it's warm data. In other words, like cold data is people you don't know, you've never talked right. to. These are all people you've talked to. So there's a tremendous amount of value in it. And this week, you could just make a point to run a quick report in your EMR, for example, and pull that list of discharge patients from the last six months or something like that. And then, you know, sky's the limit. What can you do with that data to 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 move things along to achieve goals that you have? A lot of times when you see industry reports, they're cool. Like, you know, a lot of like a lot of times in, in podcasting, I'll take a look at like an Edison report. It's kind of like taking the pulse of an entire industry like podcasting or healthcare. But then you've got to do what you just said, which is how do I take that data and make it applicable to me? With your suggestion, you don't have to do that. That is 100% your data. This is this is you building a case study about you. 100%. Yeah, exactly. And um, again, because it's accessible, you can do it today. You don't owe it. You're not working with anybody else external to your practice, so you don't have any delays. You don't have anything. And um, you know what you do with it is is you know there's various ways you can use it, but there are a lot of easy ways to use that data too. Um, and so you just you really need to take advantage of it. Um, if you're an established practice for 10 years, you probably have a lot of data you can go back to. Right. If you've been in business for three months, you still have some data you can use. So I mean, there's there's just so much to work with there. I do it all the time. The the social media app that I use to share content. The more I share, the more information it'll tell me. It'll give me a heat map. When you share on Tuesdays at 9 a.m., Jimmy, your audience is not engaging. But when you share at 6 p.m., so where do you think I'm doing that? But I'd say, I'd say the only thing to add on to that is take the data, look at the data, use the data to inform future decisions. Because a lot of times we're like, I love the data, and then they don't use it. Right. Mind your own Action. Action. Yeah. All right. My second, our number three pick on how to get the most out of your marketing, level up your marketing for zero dollars is play to your strengths. PTs love to talk about how great we are with rapport building, right? We spend the most amount of time face to face, person to person, eye to eye with people. And I think you don't necessarily have to do this in person. You can have one on one time with people for zero dollars. And it's sort of what we're doing right now. You could host a live stream from a YouTube account or from a Facebook account or an Instagram live. You can do these things. So webinar or live Q&A allows you to put your best foot forward. A live, very focused Q&A. I was helping a client the other day. They were like, we want to talk to local dance moms. And I said, well, what problems do local dance moms have? Well, they're spending a lot of money driving a lot of distance to get their kids to lessons and competitions. But man, what if what if the kid, what if the 10-year-old has a hamstring injury? I'm like, well, then why don't you talk about how to prevent or rehabilitate hamstring injuries? Oh, but their retort was, but I can't get specific enough, right? Because I want to talk about that 10-year-old. I said, then give them enough information to be specific, as much information as you can in a Q&A, and then say, listen, to get any more real improvement, I'll probably, I would love to see you in person. Well, I'm going to put my contact information in the comments below. You can go ahead and click that. I'd love to see you. So that's, that's community building. That's real-time interaction. That's making it engaging and specific for attendees. Gosh, if you did a, a live Q&A webinar once a week, that's for specific audiences. And those live webinars turn into recorded videos, just as we're doing right here with a live stream. By collaborating with different service providers, right? Let's say you want to bring in nutrition, but that's, you know, in a PT scope, but on the edge, that's community building for something you just mentioned a second ago in terms of data. 
referral building, right? Community building, not only with people that you might serve, but other health uh, healthcare practitioners. So mine's play to your strength, go live, go face to face for zero dollars. Yeah, right on. I think it's another great idea. I, I have two thoughts. Number one is, um, you know, don't don't assume what a patient is or isn't willing to share. Yes. I mean, it's it's their story. So you can ask them what they're OK with. And if they're going to join you on a video or something like that, you just you just don't know. I mean, you have to be mindful of HIPAA, of course. But but that's really something that the patient is a part of that conversation. Hey, are you OK if we talk about your story? Are we OK if we talk about the specifics? Maybe we don't mention the name of the kid yeah. or something like that. That's something you can work out with the person and, you know, find where their comfort is and and then, you know, honor that. And that's totally fine. Here's a website cheat code, right? And this is, there's a paid version, but there's a free, a free version. It's called answerthepublic.com, okay? You go in there and it's essentially a reverse Google search. You're gonna enter in dance hamstring injury and it's gonna give you the most popular searches that wind up giving you dance hamstring injury. It's gonna show you who, what, where, when, why, how, and it's gonna show you a heat map popularity of the Google search. This term is searched the most when someone is looking for that target. Build your Q&A generically that way and then answer those questions. Answer the public is saying, people are Googling this question, you want to be the answer, so build your webinar around those topics. Now, again, you know, going on the zero dollars, doing a 20 minute live Q&A with a little bit of editing help for free or an intern or maybe for a couple bucks with a virtual assistant can turn into 20 individual pieces of content. So 20 minutes of you being an expert could turn into a great 20 minute webinar or 21 minute pieces of content to share around. So that's that's my play to your strengths and go live. I love it. Yeah, I wouldn't say so. It's like it's like Jeopardy. You know, yeah. they, they give you the answer. You you respond with the question. That's, that's right on. Right. So that's a better way. Make, makes a lot of sense. One last thing on this topic before we go to the next one is just play to your strengths. I think is is a good theme with marketing too because what is it you're good at? And if you're not talking about that, then what what are you talking really about? So if, if you're you know something's on the fringe of your practice. Don't market that. Market your core competency. If it's working with dance folks, that's your core competency. If it's post knee, uh, then that's your core competency. You gotta play to your strengths, and going to the edges of your ability is not where no. the power is in your marketing. And you won't, you will feel that, and people will sense it. Last, thing I want to say well. with this because you're you're making me think more, Sharif. Early in the morning with my espresso, <laughs> which is people ask me all the time, what I'm gonna, I have to be on all the platforms. I need to be on Instagram. I need to be on LinkedIn. And I always say, you don't. What I will say is if you're going to be on a platform, be on that platform. The analogy I've, I, I give all the time is you're either on the boat or you're on the dock. But if you got a foot on the boat and a foot on the dock and the boat's moving, you're going to eat it. You're going to fall in the water or you're going to, you're going to face plant on the dock. So in terms of play to your strengths, if people come to me and they're like, Jimmy, I just don't like Instagram, I'll say, then don't create on Instagram right now, yeah, right? You don't have totally. to do that. Also, someone, the theme of this is zero dollars. But could you pay someone to convert that content who likes being on Instagram? Totally. Do you have to? You don't have to do anything. All right. I'll shut up. Now. Let's move on. All right. Number four, leveling up your marketing for $0. What do you got? All right. So the next one I have is network outside of your core. So I'm sorry to use the word core again. But uh, what I mean by this is I, 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 in talking to a lot of owners, I know that there's really good um, opportunity and effort by many to network with other 
PT practice owners either in the area. And I think that's something that's really nice. There's a sense of camaraderie there. There's a sharing of ideas. People are in groups. But what I see less of is networking outside of that. So are you networking with people who could send you patients? Are you networking with other business leaders in your community maybe who uh, are just, you know, good contacts to have because you never know. First of all, it's good to know more people. It's always good. You never know when you're going to have a cross-pollination of an idea. You never know when that person. So, I mean, a simple idea is just can you can you uh, network with, say, the referring physicians in your areas? What events do they have? Is there something you could go into? Is there an opportunity for you to have lunch with one or some of them along the way? And then getting even bigger than that is just, you know, even other industries maybe that are healthcare adjacent. You got to know a lot of people and that's just the way it works. So, you know, are you connecting with people on LinkedIn? Are you catching up with them? This just helps you, you know, your name is out there, your brand is out there. And again, you just never know when something's going to connect. And they're like, you know what? It's amazing you contacted me. I was looking for PT myself or I know four people who were. And now that I just know who you are, Jimmy, and I, I sort of recognize you're in my community. I'm going to send some people your way because yeah. I like you. I like meeting with you. I like speaking with you. I heard the cliche that I actually found to be incorrect. The cliche was it's not uh, what you know, it's who you know. And I think that's wrong. That's the cliche of what it used to be. It's not what you know. It's not who you know. It's what those people actually know and say about you when you're not around. So if you're talking all the time about uh, rehabilitation and PT, when someone when that comes up, they're going to think of you first. I give this example of the the Rotorooter example, right? Big big national company, Rotorooter, talking all the time about keeping your septic clear, all those things. I ignore most of their messaging. The minute I have a clogged toilet, though, gets where <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to their website. Yeah. So they're constantly saying, this is our flag. We're planting in it. We interact. This is the kind of thing we can share. And the minute you need them, they're top of mind. Uh, I'll give one more example. Search. If you've got one of those uh, Alexa or, or Google devices in your home, uh, I probably just set mine off, so it's probably going to be talking to me in a second. But in a, in a couple of years, we're going to be doing more and more searching, less with these finger things and more with voice. And a lot of times those things give back one answer. You're either the answer or you're not. It's going to be success is going to be binary. So the more you talk and the more you interact with those people, the more top of mind things are. I think the better success you have. And again, we're staying on zero dollars. It costs you nothing. Costs you nothing. Right on. All right. My third and final suggestion for the day, leveling up your marketing, increasing your reach and impressions for zero dollars. You touched on it before. So we have some crossover here, which is reach out to past patients with a specific offer, though, a specific offer, because this is where I see people mess this up. Right. So you mentioned my, mining your own data. Right. And using it. This is sort of building on that, which is reach out to people and ask, honestly, how are you doing? Then do the hard part, which is listen. Don't just say, how you doing? By the way, I'd love to book you some appointments and get you back in here. That shows the person that's all about you and not them. So I would say, honestly, reaching out could be a phone call, a text message if you have permission and the ability to do that. It could be an email if you have permission and the ability to do that. Could be a mailer. If you have permission and the ability to do that and you have that information, I want to go one step further with this and reach out with a specific offer, right? Give them a reason, you know, so you're asking, how are you doing? Or, hey, by the way, you know, I tell it all, it's another touch point, by the way, remember us. And here's a specific thing that we have going on that I think might be of value to you. What do you think about that? It leaves that question open. These people are already, as you mentioned, warm. 
they already have an experience with you. I don't know if it's good or bad. I hope it's good. But to me, this is low hanging zero dollar fruit to bring people value, not just business to yourself, but an exchange of value. Yeah, I just would echo so much that people are not good at thinking abstractly in general. So if you just call them and you're like, how you doing? And by the way, we have some services, they won't necessarily connect the dot to a need that they have. So identifying a need that they have, and here's one thing you could do is, if you can identify a set of, of discharge patients that had a similar injury, maybe what you're offering them is a, is a, a clinic of some kind, uh, let's say they're 10 runners. So you bring them in for a discussion about that relates to running. Great. <laughs> now, first idea. of all, you're getting like 10 at one at once. So instead of 10 people in 10 hours, maybe you do one hour and you touch 10 people. Uh, maybe you you networked from our, uh, the previous idea and you, you talk to a running store in your town and boom, now you invite five more people. Now you have 15 and in an hour, you've got this amazing multiplier effect. And if they go and you record it and you share it on XYZ platform, now you get another bang for your, your time basically that just keeps spiraling. So, I mean, I think one theme here we keep hitting on is um, you want to create content that has ongoing value. So you don't, you don't do it for one time. If you can get something that has 10 applications, then you get 10x the value out of your, your one hour because you get 15 people, they talk to 10 people, you get an Instagram post out of it, you get a Facebook post and like, here it is. It also looks legit because I'm picturing Sharif's clinic, right, with 10 runners. And runners, I mean, I can say one because I am, right? We're social creatures, but we want to see what the other runners are doing. And when I see nine other runners in the room, I kind of feel like, this feels legit. I would say one little one little angle change I might make with that is a lot of people will invite invite them. I would recruit them. Sharif, you're of the level, the type of runner, you know, that we consider of a top 10%. I mean, you're looking for PRs and you're doing really well locally. And we'd love for you to meet up with myself and nine other runners to talk about strategy for the upcoming season your upcoming season sorry your upcoming season and a couple different word changes can make a big deal i mean you can a b test these all the time but to me when you make it about me the message resonates a little bit more i i totally agree and i i know we always use the sort of high-end athlete as the example on these things but it really does apply to anything if you have 10 people who are post shoulder Correct. post-op shoulder they want to be with other people that are experiencing the same thing if you're the connection point for that then you put yourself at the middle of it. So like, hey, you know, we're going to get 10 people. You're all uh, six, six month ago discharges. Let's all get together and just talk about how you're doing. What, what's been working for you since then? Are you, did you keep up with your home exercises? Is there a routine you found that really helps you? And let them, let them actually create some of the content for you. Let them gel. And so it's not just for pro-level athletes or high-level no, athletes. No, no, no. Any group. Yeah. Any group. If you move, you're an athlete. Any you, you're highlighting something else too. I like I like two birds, one stone. If you've got people together and they had a good experience, setting those things up. If I had 10 really excited customers or patients or users, whoever you want to call them, and they're going to be together, capturing media for that is a really, really good way for not a whole lot of added effort, but a whole lot of added result at the exact same time. Totally. All right. All right, so I'm last up, right? You're last up. You're six cool. out of six to complete the six pack. Level up your marketing right, three dollars. Set one goal, easy goal, simple goal for the next ninety days. So the number one thing I hear about marketing is it's overwhelming. Yeah. There's there's like too many 
things you could be doing. It, it, you feel bad because you think you should be doing all these things. Like your thing about which platforms to be on. The, the one thing you'll hear is guilt. Well, I don't like Instagram, but I really should be on there. And I feel badly that I'm not on there because other people are on there. And you hear this all the time. And so what ends up happening, I find, is that because it's so overwhelming, you end up doing nothing Correct. or you end up trying to do too many things, but none of them are effective because they're all getting just just not Fully enough. Uh, yeah. So 90 days is a perfect timeline. I mean, what's it? What's a simple goal? What's an easy goal that you and your staff can understand? Well, how about reactivating five patients? How about sending out 20 networking emails? How about picking up the phone and calling five referrers? They're all very tangible, very doable. They're measurable. So at the end of 90 days, uh, we could easily look back and say, we did it, we didn't do it, whatever it is. And it also gives you focus. So if you're setting that goal, that's the goal. It's not that plus 50 other things that you right. feel bad you're not doing. Just do that one thing and, and I think you'll feel a lot better about it. And then who knows, the next 90 days, you could stay with the same goal, but double the, the metric, or you could pivot to a different goal. And the, the, the last part about it is that, you know, and this is for goal setting in general, but you know, your team needs to be able to follow it. And if it's this huge abstraction, like we're gonna get 3.8% click-through rate on our pay-per-click ads, and also we're gonna target, you know, 91%, and you just go down this crazy rabbit hole of numbers, just too much. Yeah. Most teams will fall apart on things like that. It's just simply not tangible. And then in the end, you have lower morale because you don't hit the goals and all that kind of stuff. And that just ends up, you know, then it's frustrating. The next goal you set is even less likely to be achieved. So one thing. One thing. I'm going to yes and that, which is I hear this a lot when people want to start any type of media and they sit with me. And one, I like to focus on the emotions. And one you brought up resonated, which was overwhelmed. It's, I've got five days in a week, how many different marketing things I can do. Today, we'll pull back the curtain a little bit. This morning, Sharif and I will record two episodes because Sharif's a busy guy. So just scheduling some time with him to jump on and record isn't necessarily easy, right? So today we're doing two. So Sharif and I said, hey, today we're going to get together. And we used to do one episode, but now we're doing two. So I'm not going to call Sharif for another month. So what we call batch recording, batch creating, what we're not telling you to do is copy paste things, but setting aside and saying, hey, what if I said a half a day a week is going to be focused on marketing? Because, hey, getting patients through the door or people or customers is important. People tell me that. And then I'll say, great. If it's of this importance, it's eight out of 10. Is your effort eight out of 10? And they'll say, well, no, I don't have the time. And I'll say, well, then I need a chunk of time, right? Because just like Sisyphus, Getting the rock moving up the hill is often the hardest part. When you got it, when you're in the, when you're in flow and you're and you're doing the thing, and you can repeat a process, that's when you can really maximize your efforts. So I think for that, identifying one KPI, like saying we're going to have one Instagram post a week, could be the goal. You could create fifty-two in an afternoon, and that goal is now done. You can say I don't have to do that for the next fifty-two weeks. And now you can move on to the next thing. So I want to, I mean, saying, saying it out loud is the first, I'm going to run a marathon. I'm going to work out three days a week. Saying it out loud is obviously, is, to me anyway, and a lot of people really important. So I think goal setting is good. Right on. Yeah, totally agree. And um, I think you bring up a good point about balancing what you think you can invest for time right. and what the goal is. So you've hit the nail on the head with that. I mean, if you set a reasonable goal, you will hit it and it will make you powered up for the next goal. And 
you got, you know, make the time and then make more time if you can. Uh, but be honest about what the what those both of those pieces of that on that scale is effort and uh, and goal. Uh, want to say thanks to uh, to MW Therapy for supporting the show, not just with content and insight, but also making sure the lights stay on. Um, what would you say to a, a person out there who's thinking about because emotionally switching an EMR, you have to have one, right? But let's say you've had one, you've gone around the sun a few times, and you're frustrated. Often changing over is is the stress keeps people in place. What would yeah. you say to someone who's like, I know I need to change. But I don't. I, I can't. I can't turn that rock over right now. It's too emotionally. Hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I would say two things. Number one is um, there are a lot of ways to minimize the short-term pain these days. And number two is, I can say this without hesitation: the short-term pain, to the extent that it even exists anymore, is a hundred percent worth it. Yeah. That's all I can say. I mean, you know, there, there, there's so many things that you could probably improve on with your process, with your operations, with your collections, with your billing. I mean, the list is endless. And if you know that you need to make the change and your your hurdle is you just can't get over that hump, like you said, that mental hurdle, gotta get gotta get going uh, because it's it's a core, it's like the operating system of your practice now and it's gotta work. You're gonna touch it. We've talked in previous episodes, you're gonna touch it so often that a 15 second improvement or a 15 second savings or a dollar improvement, not a big deal when you do it once, but when you're doing that a hundred times a day, 500 times a week multiplied by how many people are actually interacting with that. Uh, MWtherapy.com, we're switching your EMR is easy. Uh, I feel like we could do another one of these in six months and do the same topic in terms of like just different strategies to improve your marketing for $0. Sharif, thanks so much for dropping by and giving us some insights. See you soon. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks, everybody. Bye now. Like what you hear? Tell a friend or leave a review on iTunes or Google Play. The show today is brought to you by the Brooks Institute of Higher Learning, an innovator in providing advanced post-professional education. The Brooks IHL offers seven on-site PT residencies, including orthopedics, women's health, geriatrics, pediatrics, sports, and neurology as well as a Neurologic OT Fellowship, a Competitive OMPT Fellowship, and a Speech Therapy Clinical Fellowship. Therapists that complete a residency or fellowship through the Brooks IHL will markedly advance their knowledge and skills in a specialty area of practice. Learn more about how a residency or fellowship can help you advance your professional development at brooksihl.org. Our home on the internet. PTPinecast.com. Created by Build PT. Build PT provides marketing services specifically for private practice PTs. From website development and hosting. Providing content marketing solutions for PT clinics across the country. See what Build PT can do for you today at BuildPT.com. The PT Pinecast is a product of PT Pinecast LLC. It is hosted and produced by PT Pinecast CEO Jim McKay and CBO Sky Donovan from Marymount University. We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This has been another pour from the PT Pinecast. The PT Pinecast is intended for educational purposes only. No clinical decision-making should be based solely on one source. While care is taken to ensure accuracy, factual errors can be present. More on the show at ptpinecast.com. 